The bliss of the abyss. Once upon a time in a land far away, a poor farmer and his wife lived all alone. They were very lost. With Robert Newmark Jones. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Bliss of the Abyss, T-B-O-T-A. I am your host, Ruskin Denmark, also known as Robert Newmark Jones, also known as RNJ. What's up? What's up? How are you doing? How are you doing? Now, me, thanks for asking. Thank you for asking. Uh, yeah, I'm doing well, aren't I? Aren't I? Aren't I? Am I? Yes. Okay, thanks. Uh, I've been told that this podcast is the ramblings of a madman. And to that I say... <laughs> succinct. That was succinct, what you just said. Um, yeah, sure. Fine. It might be the ramblings of a madman. But what would you prefer? Hmm? The well-thought-out considerations of a scholar... No, nobody wants to listen to that. I mean, actually, probably people do want to listen to that. And that's why TED exists. And this is actually, this uh, this has actually been my TED talk. So thank you for tuning in. And I'll see you next week on the bliss of the abyss. Oh, best episode ever. Well done, mate. Well done. Well, smishty, 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 smishty. What's been going on with you? What's been going on with me? Mm. You know what? This week, believe it or not, believe it or not, George isn't at home. Please leave a message. Had to be. I will be out. Or I must be out. Or I pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. Uh, ooh. Dulcet Tones there. Hello, welcome to Dulcet Tones, the show where I speak in a soft voice for just long enough that you want to kill me. Next week on Dulcet Tones, I'll be dead. Uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> I think I should say that every five minutes. I, but don't worry, I won't sing Sinbad the Sailor this week. Oh, I want to so bad. Sinbad the Sailor. What an idiot. Um, this week, I went bowling. Mmm, you're allowed to go bowling. Who would have thought that would be one of the last places to open? The bowling alley. They're like, well, we can't open the bowling alley. It'll be fucking chaos. We can't fucking do that. It'll be mental. There'll be dead littering the streets. Well, I'm here to tell you that there aren't. There are instead every alternate lane closed, and that's it. COVID friendly. Oh, oh no, you're also only allowed four balls. <laughs> uh, you're only allowed four bowling balls per lane, which is fine. I don't know about you, but I only use two bowls. Bowls? Balls? When I'm bowling. Balls when I'm bowling. Balls when I'm bowling. Um, one size 12 size. 
uh, and one size 10. You know, so if I want that slightly lighter and, uh, and I can't do the thing that professional bowlers do where they spin it and it hugs the lane all the way till the end before it zips in, kadoosh, and destroys. But I'm still quite good. <laughs> Why am I telling you about this? Good question. Because um, what else is there to tell you about? I don't know. What does anybody do nowadays? What, you ride your bike? I mean, at least I can go bowling now. You know? Um, you know what? Yeah, okay, you know what? You know what I heard, I heard the other day? Which I think... I think people say this quite a lot and it fucking irks me. Welcome to Irkcast. <laughs> Not as popular. Not as popular, my friend. Um... Can people just stop saying this would never be made? You'd never be allowed to make this today, right? Oh, they couldn't get away with this nowadays. I mean, fuck off. So what? Is that your hot take? And a lot of the time it's like something kind of mild. Like, you actually can make whatever you want nowadays. Whether or not people are going to like it, watch it, whether or not you're going to get sued for it, you still can fucking make it. Like, even those horrible, you know, like the 50s movies where it's like, listen, sweetheart, I come home, I expect a drink to be fixed. Uh, well, I didn't know if you'd be... <laughs> no, Jack. Or whatever. Like, horrible shit. Where it's just, just casual domestic violence. Like, yet, it's not that you're not allowed to make that nowadays. It's that if you did, no one would watch it. Because A, it's shit, and B, it's shit, and C, it's shit, and D, what horrible reflection of what society must have been like. Ah, quit your crying, toots. Fix me a sandwich. Like, what the fuck? You'd never be allowed to make this nowadays. But then it goes all the way to, like, I don't know, airplane or something, where it's just some shit pun that's a bit racially insensitive now. Never be allowed to make this nowadays. Yes, you fucking could. Honestly, you watch shows from 10 years ago, people say that. Oh, they'd never get away with this anymore. And you know what? The stuff where it's like, oh, you'd never be allowed to get away with this anymore. It's like, they shouldn't have been allowed to get away with it then. Like, the rules are still the same. Fuck off. What's the example recently? All the blackface stuff, right? The comedies, like Little Britain, where like they're all dolled up in this gaudy blackface doing these terrible accents. It's like, that was never cool. Like, ten years ago, it wasn't cool. It was shit. It was offensive shit. It always was. So, yeah, you're not allowed to make it nowadays. Well, sorry, was it so genius before? I'm sorry, it wasn't. And this is coming from the mind of a bona fide genius. I have an IQ of 7,000. Never be able to make that... These days. Yeah, right, okay, fine. A lot of the time they say it as if it's bad as well. Like, oh, can you believe it? We can't even fucking make that anymore. So you want to be able to do that? Why? Now, why is that where your your comedic hill to die on? Free speech. No, say say what the fuck you want, honestly, yeah. But just see what happens. I mean, free speech doesn't just mean... That you can just lie or be a cunt. Well, I mean, it does, but like, 
yeah, guess what? There'll be consequences if you do that. But there shouldn't be consequences? Are you kidding me? Never allowed to do this anymore. Never, never go over there anymore. Oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> when I get angry, I get hungry. Angry. Hungry. Sinbad. Robert, you promised. You promised. Uh, <laughs> um, let me lighten it. Because I'd never be allowed to make this show nowadays. Because have you ever seen nail houses? Nail houses. Okay. I knew there was a thing in Britain. Uh, I think it's called... Let me Google it. I think it's, it's called like holdover or something. Holdout. A holdout is a piece of property that did not become part of a larger real estate development because the owner either refused to sell or wanted more than the developer would pay. Yeah. So this is like in the UK, you'll see this where like there's a railway line or like a motorway and it has to like split around a house because obviously that house was like, no, I'm not moving uh, in one accent. Uh, no, mate, I'm not moving. Uh, oh, I'm not moving that. No. Uh, hey, I'm not moving. Uh, um, hey, I'm not fucking selling me house. Okay, there we go. Now I've not offended anyone or I've offended everyone. Either way, I'd never be allowed to make it nowadays. <laughs> That's been a murder. Uh, <laughs> um, so you see that. But in China, in China, for some reason, they're called nail house. Oh, oh yeah, it's because they stick out like a nail, right? You look up pictures and it's like it's like become a point of pride in China. It's amazing of where... These people are just like, no, I'm not selling my house. I absolutely refuse to. And it's like one act of defiance in a country that doesn't really allow you to do acts of defiance. But but in that country, they still are just going to build it anyway. I mean, obviously, sometimes they may just come in and demolish it. like And just like, fuck you. We demolished your house. Get over it. But sometimes... My favourite one in these images is this person in a flat of a block of flats was the only person that refused to sell. So imagine a tower block and you smash out the entire tower block apart from one ground floor flat. So you can tell that it used to be part of this huge block, but it's just there and that and the walls are all ripped, but it's still like kind of intact. And then around it is just like land cleared for development and high rise and and all the rest of it. And it's just this isolated mound of, like, defiance, partially demolished. And then, obviously, a lot of the time, they'll just cut the water and the electricity. And these fucking heroes are just like, suck it. Never be allowed to say that nowadays. Just, it's astonishing. And sometimes these old houses are really old. And they're surrounded by these, like, huge, massive, new, like, awful houses as well. Like, ugh. you know, high-rise. The whole high-rise thing is just so gross. But, yeah, nail houses. It's great. The pictures are wild. <laughs> There's some just in the middle of the motorway. It's like living there is obviously shit. Genuinely, you're in the middle of two lanes of traffic. 
They haven't even they haven't done anything to help you out. Like obviously, they're trying to fucking get rid of you. Stubborn homeowners. That's what they call them. Stubborn homeowners. This will blow my mind.com. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is obviously the best website ever. 35 times stubborn homeowners refused to move and faced unexpected consequences. Yeah. I'll pay, I'll post a link to um <laughs> I mean, some people are so ballsy. They're just like, no, I'm not going anywhere. Um, and there's some in the UK, actually. So that's not actually as good. I'll share a different article. Where you, the China ones are so much better. So much better. Um, just like everything China does. Much better, isn't it? Oh, you'd never be allowed to say that nowadays. <laughs> okay. This will blow my mind.com. 20 super cute comics about a little penguin who fails at basic life tasks. What? How's that going to blow my mind? 57 hilarious titles that ruin movies using one word. Oh, this is the thing where you you pick a movie title and you add or change a word. Below are some of the best picks. This will blow my mind, dead calm. Rosemary's baby daddy. (laughs) That's quite good. Shaving Private Ryan is not funny, Scott, at Scooter Groove. And it's also obviously a porn mil, porn milvie, porn milvie. Caitlin at Caitlin Carrick M. Friends with tax benefits. <laughs> Kevin at Kevin Makaya. Spider Man Far From Home Depot. Quite good. Uh, the Burger King speech. <laughs> What would he say? I like the way that Burger King kind of tried to have a character. You know, the Burger King. But actually, they kind of didn't. They kind of didn't bother. Like, let's have a look. Where is he? The, the Burger King. Where is he? Yeah, he's this weird guy who's got like... A smile and a crown. <laughs> but but they kind of didn't follow through on it, did they? Like McDonald's, and you'd never be allowed to make this nowadays, but McDonald's had like McDonald Land, which was, um, for those of you who don't know, McDonald Land. I think they even made like a little TV thing, or maybe not. But what they definitely did is have like a bunch of characters like, was the Hamburglar was one of them, I think. Guess what he did. McDonald Land. How McDonald Land stole their McDonald Land characters? Oh, no, really? <laughs> McDonald Land was a fancy world used in the marketing for McDonald's restaurants during the 1970s through the 1990s. So, obviously, Ronald McDonald is there. And, like, I feel like he's quite a well-established character, isn't he? But like, that being said, do we know anything about his backstory? Like, am I just taking McDonald's side here, even though the Burger King might have a rich and a storied history as well? McDonald Land. So let's have a look at some of the characters. Oh yeah, lawsuit. <laughs> of course they just nicked them all. <laughs> Did they win? Yeah, they won. <laughs> 
Good on you. Sid and Marty Croft sued McDonald's by claiming the entire McDonaldland premise plagiarized their television show. They found in favor of the Crofts. Appealed by both parties all the way to the fucking United States Court of Appeals Ninth Circuit. That's really high up. And they they reassessed damages. So get this. McDonald's was originally ordered to pay $50,000. And because they took it all the way to the Supreme Court, they then had to pay more than a million dollars and were forced to stop producing many of the characters and stop airing the commercials featuring the characters. Like, just take, take, what do they say? Take the L. Take the loss. Let's see, let's see what some of the characters were. McDonald's character Mayor McCheese and Sid and Marty Croft's character H.R. Puffinstuff, both are fictional mayors that possess disproportionately large round heads. <laughs> oh, my, my God. So the agency that came up with McDonaldland actually had already been to the Crofts beforehand to discuss work and design and stuff. Oh, my God, they so nicked it. They nicked it. Uh, how did I get onto this? Oh, yeah, right. Because of McDonaldland. Mayor McCheese, Ronald McDonald, Hamburglar, uh, Grimace, Officer Big Mac. <laughs> oh, dropped in 85. Captain Crook, the professor, <laughs> the Fry Kids, the Happy Meal Gang, the McNugget Buddies. Oh, my God. What did they look like? Please. The McNugget Buddies. Gross. They kind of look like painted eggs, except they're like a McNuggety orange beige. Uh, and they're a bit like the village people. So there's like one with uh, a fireman, there's a scuba driver. Scuba driver? Yep. Scuba driver! You've been down too long in the midnight sea. Oh, what's becoming of me? Look out! Um, <laughs> you know what the song that is? It's called Holy Diver. It's by Dio. Have you ever heard it? I'll play a clip of it. But basically, all you need to hear is the way he goes. <laughs> Long intro. Okay, check out the way he goes. <laughs> oh. Now that's a hmm, mm, mm, mm. So much better than mine. But um, the Burger King, does he have a backstory? Do you know what I mean? Occupation, king mascot for the Burger King company. That t- Calling him a, a mascot is, is not really very becoming of a monarch. You know, I don't think that's... Uh, shall we see if um, he's got a backstory? He won't because they never... Okay, hold on. So, the magical Burger King was a red-bearded and Tudor-era king played by Dick Gionola, good for you, who ruled the Burger King kingdom and performed magic tricks that were mostly sleight of hand. The king was accompanied by usually two or more children and notable characters such as Sir Shake-A-Lot <laughs> and the Burger Thing, a W. Fields-esque hamburger portrait. That's weird. The Duke of Doubt, 
and the Wizard of Fries. I mean, isn't this just really fucking ripped off from McDonald's? Or who... What? The Burger King Kingdom, a fantasy world associated with Burger King. Yeah, their answer to McDonald's land. <laughs> wow. See also the subservient chicken. What? Okay, I've gone down a fucking rabbit hole here. The subservient chicken to advertise the tender crisp sandwich. Why is that subservient? Okay, I've gone down a fucking weird rabbit hole here. Shall we see what Ronald McDonald's backstory is if he's got one? Like, do you think there's anything that explains how he came into clowning? Did he train? Did he go to Lecoq? You know? Uh, 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 I mean... Should I just drop this whole thing? Criticism and failed retirement. (laughs) Failed retirement. Well, I'm 75. I've, I've given my whole life to the company and now... In my twilight years, I wouldn't mind just settling down, pottering around, doing the garden, so I've decided to retire. Uh, there we go, I just signed my name here. Oh, oh, missed. Oh, 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 fuck. Oh, God, didn't work. Right, still working. Still got a job. <laughs> Hello? Hi there, uh, I'm trying to retire, but I keep failing. Would you like to keep working for us? Yes. Oh, no, I mean... Too late. First answers only. First the worst, second the best, third the one with the hair richest. Failed retirement. Let's see Let's see how he failed to retire. Critics claimed that a clown mascot targeting children for fast food is unethical. Targeting is a bit of a, you know, let's, let's ease off on that. You'd never be allowed to get away with that nowadays. A group of 550 doctors... I always wonder how they get these groups together, you know, and how many doctors were like, eh, I'm not going to do this. Took out newspaper ads in 2011, assisting Ronald Ronald McDonald retire. (laughs) He's not fucking real. How can he retire? What's he going to do in his twilight years? In 2010, the should retire. No plans to retire. No plans. McDonald's CEO Jim Skinner defended Ronald McDonald by saying he is an ambassador for good. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if he's an ambassador for good. I don't know if I'd hire him as an ambassador. You know? Like, would you? He's the protagonist of three video games. Donald Land? <laughs> Wait. Why Donald? What? Surely just McDonald. It's not Donald by itself. Donald Land. Ronald brackets Donald McDonald. You mean he's actually called Donald? What? No, he's not. Ronald, you know, Donald. Donald McDonald. This is the stupidest rabbit hole I've ever gone down and it's boring. 
<laughs> Listen to it again, just one more time. Try doing that at home now. Three, two, one. Seven point nine thousand dislikes, but two hundred ninety-four thousand likes. Bit harsh. People here are either Dio fans or Dio fans. Personally, I'm a Dio fan. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, I've gone on. To I've gone off to off topic. Have I? Have I gone off topic, Robert? Hey, Raskin. Raskin. Uh, do you know what I found out? Hey, 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 you. You there on the internet. You know what I found out? Uh, any country that wants to restore artwork, uh, it's a very, very tricky thing to do. You're only allowed to hire, like, the best of the best craftsmen, artisans, to painstakingly restore works of art that have become damaged over time right so that you can get it as close to the original as humanly possible and not ruin sometimes priceless works of art except there's one country where that's not true and it's spain and in spain uh you're just allowed to just do it yourself you're just allowed to hire anyone you can just fucking just, like, do it. Literally, imagine that. A 16th century statue. You're just allowed, allowed to sort of, like, go ding, 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 even if you have no idea what you're doing, right? So you look up this image of, uh, they call it Monkey Christ. In 2012, an elderly parishioner attempted to restore a prized fresco of Jesus Christ at a local church. Like... As in, an old an old woman was like, I can do it. I can uh, restore. That's Italian more, isn't it? I can do like a Zaragoza. <laughs> Why am I going to do it? You couldn't get away with that nowadays. <laughs> um, so she's got this picture of, of Jesus, right? This fresco of Jesus. And he's like, you can tell it's Jesus, right? But there's like, there's a lot of wear and tear, especially on the left side of his face. So she's come in and <laughs> you can't even see the original. She's like painted over everything. And it looks like, I mean, I can see why it's Monkey Christ. It looks like a five-year-old did it. <laughs> you got to see it. It's really good. But why is that allowed? There's no law in Spain forbidding people from restoring artwork, even if they do so without the necessary skills. Like, how hard is it to just sign a law just immediately that's like, you have to have skills to do it? There's actually, I mean, this isn't the only one. There's multiple occurrences of, of people ruining art in Spain because they don't have any skills. So they just fucking... It's, I mean, it's, honestly, it's like going to the dentist. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's like going to the dentist. 
I'm not even going to finish that analogy because it is. It's exactly like going to the dentist. <laughs> uh, okay. Drawing it to a close. Um, I like doing these little uh, solo episodes where they're a little bit shorter. Uh, it makes me happy. I mean, I like the, the long ones as well with the interviews. Let me know what you think. Email me at theblissoftheabyss at gmail.com. Should I have just called this podcast Bliss of the Abyss? Why, like, why have the the at the beginning? But I do like T-B-O-T-A rather than B-O-T-A. So let's just finish on this. Um, 16 tinfoil hat worthy actual conspiracies. So I thought this was quite interesting because this is on cracks.com. There were there have been obviously a lot of um, uh, coronavirus conspiracy theories. And um, obviously a lot of the time uh, conspiracy theories have like a nugget of truth and that's the, and that's the problem because then people like run with it like go really far out there into the deep end and I'm not even going to go into that as a topic because obviously we know about that but I thought it was interesting to actually read some real conspiracy theories uh, as in well they're not theories are they they're just things that actually happened. So, for example, number 15. To punish actress Jean Seberg for supporting the Black Panther Party, FBI director J. Edgar Hoover launched a smear campaign against her, spreading the rumour that she was pregnant by Black Panther Ray Masai Hewitt. Distraught, Seberg went into premature labour. The baby died. And Seberg held an open-casket funeral to prove her daughter was white. And then she committed suicide. And there's just a picture of J. Edgar Hoover's fat moor. Yo, J. Edgar! Take that, you little putz! Such an abuse of power. I wonder how they found that out. Maybe he didn't even try to hide it. That's how powerful he was. Um... There's the one about sugar, if anyone doesn't know that. The sugar industry did a ridiculous amount of research to try and bury the fact that sugar is bad for you. Let's have a look at another one. Number 12. Henry Ford's anti-Semitism is the reason we had square dancing in gym class. Did Wow, you had square dancing in gym class? <laughs> we didn't have that. Ford believed the rise in popularity of jazz was part of a Jewish conspiracy to destroy the morals of American society. <laughs> yeah, sure. So the thing, you know, the thing is with conspiracy is whenever it's like a big group that's to blame, you know, it's just wrong because that's just not how the world works. But if it's like one guy, Henry Ford, J. Edgar Hoover, then you can do it. If it's like a Jewish conspiracy, it's like, OK, every Jew who? George Soros. George Soros. Imagine that. Jazz is a Jewish conspiracy, man. He actively campaigned to revitalise the nation's interest in square dancing, which he saw as more white, more traditional, more moral, and shit. <laughs> you know, square dancing's fine, but, like, chill out, Henry Ford. What about, who were the, um, the Quaker brothers? 
came up with uh, Quaker Brothers? Quaker Oats. Cornflakes, that's it. What's his name? Came up with Cornflakes. And he made them bland to uh, dissuade masturbation. That's right. He thought if you eat bland cereal, you don't want to toss it. Oh, my God. Maybe I shouldn't have ended on this. It's depressing. Number 11. Entry by Pookie Jones. (laughs) Pookie. Project Sunshine was about stealing dead body tissue for radiation experiments. In the 50s, the US government had a worldwide network which collected samples, mostly bone, from cadavers to research possible health problems from nuclear explosions. They took 1,500 samples from both children and adults without the consent of the deceased families. Don't mind if I just lob off a toe, do you? Project Sunshine. And the reason we know most of these things tends to be freedom of information, Um, which, thank God... Yeah, it's real. There we go. There's a whole big thing of it. Okay. Of particular interest was tissue from the young. Fucking hell, man. How could how could you work for this and in any good conscience be part of that? Let's find another one then. Number eight. Walmart de Mexico paid out over twenty-four million dollars in bribes and hid it from Walmart HQ. Walmart HQ investigated on a tip and shut down the investigation when it confirmed the tip. The guy in charge of giving bribes was made vice chairman of Walmart. So what's the thinking there? Like, why do you make him vice chairman? Because you know he's shysty. It's like, well, keep my friends close and my enemies closer. You'd never be allowed to do that nowadays. Let's get another one then. Canada invented a real gaydar in the 1960s. What? Paranoid about federal employees' sexual orientation. Because why wouldn't you be? Oh, God. The Canadian government invented a machine that could, quotes, detect homosexuality by measuring a person's subliminal bodily responses to same-sex pornography. Wait. The government invented... So they're showing porn to people and then measuring? The tested employees were lied to and told the machine's purpose was just to test their stress levels. More than 400 men were fired from their job and over 9,000 people were investigated. What? That can't be true. The fruit machine. Homosexuality test. That's a bit fucking homophobic. The fruit machine was employed in Canada in the 50s and 60s during a campaign to eliminate all gay men from the civil service the Royal Canadian Mountain Police and the military. A substantial number of workers lost their jobs. Fucking hell, man. After knowledge of its real purpose became widespread, few people volunteered for it. You, you don't say. I mean, the fact that it's few and not none just shows you how wildly weird people are. Yeah, sure, I'll still do it. Uh, ooh, okay, there's a documentary. I might watch this. Sarah Fody's 2018 documentary film, The Fruit Machine. Nuts. I'm going to have a watch of this. Oh, just stay out of our business. Governments piss off. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm hungry. Oh, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Um... What have I done? 42 minutes. Ugh, that went too long. Ugh, that went too long. Ugh, that went too long.
Thank you very much for listening to the show. Remember how I say that in the outro. Thank you for listening to the show. Uh, please consider supporting me on Patreon as I am broke. Uh, I'm trying to make a good show, man. I'm trying my best, buddy. Um, but you don't have to. Obviously, I'm going to keep it free. I'm going to keep doing it. Um, because, you know, that's life, isn't it? Once you start doing something, you never, ever stop. Unless it's like, you know, booze. In which case, ease off. Hey, eh? Take a day off. Hey, have a break. Woo! This has been the Ramblings of a Madman, also known as the Bliss of the Abyss. I am Robert Newmark-Jones, also known as Ruskin Denmark. I am ending the podcast, also known as Stopping Recording. Be good to each other, be good to yourself, and I'll see you later. Thank you for listening to the show. This has been The Bliss of the Abyss with your host, me, Robin Yuma Jones, Ruskin Denmark, whatever you want to call me. If you've enjoyed the show, please consider supporting it by becoming a patron. Go to patreon.com slash the bliss of the abyss and give whatever you can. It really, really helps support the show and keeps it growing and becoming better and bigger and brighter. Follow us on all the social medias. Follow me on all the social medias and give us five stars. It helps grow the show. Keep coming back every week for more Bliss of the Abyss. Bye.